Welcome to the underground, Australia's home of rap, metal, and alternative music. What is up and welcome to the underground. It is Ned joined by very special guests, not one, but two vocalists from Devil Sold His Soul. It's Ed and it's Paul. How you going, fellas? Great, man. Yeah, it's really good to be on here. Thank you for having us, Ned. Oh, good yeah. Time. Fellas, I'm actually pretty new to you guys, I've got to admit, but blown away by your sound. So I want to kick things off first. Before we jump into the music side of things, when you guys think of Australia, what's the first thing that you think of? Peaches and beer. <laughs> koala bears. <laughs> Beers and koala bears. So there's they, not a- they, they, hold, they, they, they pass you a beer and a koala bear when you walk off the plane, don't they? That's what I heard, yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. The drop bears, they jump down and get you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any of that Australia-England sort of rivalry thing happening or it doesn't really sort of bother you at all? Yeah, man, I love Australia. I used to work in surf shops when I was younger and we used to have a load of Australian people working with us and we've got friends out there in mean, like Bunbury and Adelaide and Melbourne. So, um, yeah, I, I've got no rivalry there. I, I, mean, I love Australia. And Australia. I wasn't aware of any form of rivalry. I do play cricket, and we do, but we do get overseas players come every year from Australia, so I'm totally down with it. It's fine. What are you, a batter or a bowler, Paul? More of a bowler. Oh, there you go. Spin or pace? Pace, yeah. Yeah, nice. There you go. There's something a little bit off-key about you there. Man. <laughs> yeah. You guys are due vocalists. Tell us about this. I believe, Ed, it started off with you. Is that right? Yeah, uh, I did it for, I think, 10 years. Um, then went off to sort of just figure out uh, my career, really, and stop making some money, and Paul stepped in. Um, and, I mean, at this point, Paul, you've been in the band, what, Eight years? Eight years. It's crazy. Yeah, and this is my first album. That's that's pretty mad when you think about that as well. Mm. Yeah, and then we did... Um, you guys invited me back to do the 10-year anniversary of um, one of our records. And we just did those shows, and it was me and Paul singing those old songs together. And it was just a case we just had a really, really good time. Like, we've said this a few times. Like, there's no need for two vocalists in this band in in some respects but it really appeases us so <laughs> we need to do yeah, it anyway it's great fun it's really good fun and i think it sounds better for it yeah i, I think we it, being uh, taking the piss aside i think that it does definitely add something to the band that we didn't have before and i and i don't think we do it in a gimmicky way it's quite a organic uh natural feeling way, way i think and i think yeah even if you forget about the fact there's two voices on it, both of us like taking on writing the songs together, we've just there's diff- there's stuff on there that neither of us could have come up like alone. It's really like a, a collaboration. Yeah, well, I personally think that's what stands out about you guys. Like, I am pretty new to you because of the whole nuclear blast signing and come out yeah, like yeah. twin vocalist. That is insane, right there. And then <laughs> going back into your back catalogue and sort of reliving it all. But that's what the number one thing that stands out is that 
you know, you've got the twin vocals happening there and it's just, oh, just love it. So you've got a pretty good connection, I guess. Yeah, it's, been, it's weird because we didn't know each other really that well until we did these tour, the tour back in 2017. And um, kind of just hit it off from there, really. It's just been, and my Ed's one of my best mates now. We hang out as much as we can. And like, the writing side of it has just been super, super fun. And we get on. So it's, it's weird. You kind of like, I guess when you get old, you don't expect to make new, really good friends because you kind of put your group, et cetera. And it's, yeah. you'll be cool. It's weird, yeah, it's weird, but it's, it's worked out. And like, that's, that's I, know, I, I guess. Think, yeah, we just get on. It's just been easy. Like, it's, that's if it wasn't easy, I don't think we'd be um, doing exactly what we're doing right now. I suppose, but yeah, it's just yeah. we're both pretty relaxed people, really, in terms of like I don't know. Neither of us. It sounds, uh, it's, of course, someone would say this, but neither of us really have egos in terms of like frontman syndrome. I don't think neither of us are both sort of quite shy people, so I think we're both quite uh, happy, like very happy to share the role. I think. Neither of us. Yeah. <laughs> you take friends. half the burden. You take half the burden. I think that's how we instead of it instead of being like stepping on each other's toes, we really think about it like oh, I don't have to do half of it anymore. <laughs> oh, I like it right there. Well, tell us about signing with Nuclear Blast Records, fellas. This is your fourth album, right? And you've just signed with the Mega Metal label. Oh man, Blast. it's a killer. It's absolutely killer. Honestly, like it's um, it's 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 been better than our expectations. I think it's easy to sort of like join a big label and get lost in the noise. And you know, they've got huge bands, like we're not one of the bigger ones on their label. But they've treated us with so much respect and so much us all the time in the world. They've put so much yeah. effort and resources into this record. I mean, we've never spoken to anyone else in Australia until today about music. So for, for example, like this wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for us being on UK Plus. Um, Absolutely. But like, grateful. Like, like Paul was saying that they just they they don't like like we are one of the smaller acts on the label on the label by like a long shot but they don't treat us like that and they don't certainly don't give us less time of day they give us exactly the amount of time that is needed and is deserved I think in terms of and they're just really supportive it's hard to imagine a label of their size and stature and have having that sort of backing that they would be as supportive of our creative desires as as they are and that they are very interested in what we have to say and what we want from it and we're working it's really working with them to put this record out rather than us just having to jump through their hoops because because they're sort of foot in the bill i suppose <laughs> yeah that's a good way to look at it but you say smaller acts but that's just for now i think i think now that you've sort of got that wider audience it's it's really the time for devil salty soul and i think it's going to sort of this album is going to be a big one for you guys can you tell us about it it's called hope and it comes out in april oh it's called lost actually um oh, the album's called lost <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> um, yeah it's called lost out in april 9th um it's so it's about uh, basically a lot about the grieving process um our drummer lost his mum just as we were about to start getting into writing this record and a few of us went through some pretty tough times so we we kind of write mostly about stuff that goes on in our lives rather than just write tracks for the sake of writing tracks we want it to be personal we want people to connect to our our songs and um, 
yeah, we just we felt we felt this was the right purpose for this album. Um, I think it's I think we've done really well with it in terms of making that connection. Um, Ed, do you want to chip in on that? I, I, I think it's probably like the most cohesive, relatable album we've we've put together in terms of lyrical content. I th- yeah, it's it's just it's it's about loss in a, in quite a broad way. It's it's very much about grief and and loss but it's really about the, the 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 loss of other things which come through the leaving the grieving process like um just like the loss of your life as you know it and your kind of loss of, of mental health because of it and not only because of it but also we, it, we specifically go into kind of stuff about anxiety and and and, and, and kind of just yeah, that, that sort of that kind of stuff, I suppose. But yeah, it's it's really lost in quite a broad broad sense across the album, I think. Yeah, I'll tell you something else that stood out about it, apart from the fact from me stuffing up that name and I do apologize, guys. <laughs> Don't worry, man, it's all good. <laughs> how diverse it is. Like there's one there's songs on there like where you just like boom 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 and then yeah, you've got that very melodic sort of sound in there as well. What do you what would you best sort of say describes the sound of you guys? Like there's so many subgenres and whatever at the moment. What's the best you know It's fucking hard, man. It's mm. and I think this is one of the things that's really like not it's not plagued us but it's made life harder in the sense that it's really hard to pigeonhole and i think we were sort of talking about this earlier about how you've got um your sort of traditionalist metal heads who were kind of a bit sort of gatekeepery about the genre mm. but then you've got modern metal which is just so fucking broad because it's like it's it's just everyone's just pulling influences from all over the place and it's just it's I can see why people like who are traditionalists aren't into it because it's it really is pushing the the genre's been pushed quite heavily. Oh yeah. Like especially in the past sort of I don't know, ten years it's really been really been pushed quite hard. But I mean I think that's super exciting and super interesting to see where people are taking it because I mean architects have, have taken it in a totally different direction uh, recently, which is quite cool. But then similarly you've got um I mean, there's, there's, there's like, you could really go down like um, rabbit holes and go really extreme. Like you've got sort of bands like Cult of Luna doing just really kind of um, quite extreme in a heavy sense, not in a fast sense, but like just really melodic, but also just uh, bleak, boding and bleak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but not we, like we... metal in a traditional sense at all. I guess we've got, we've always been quite like atmospheric and I guess people some people are sort of just cinematic and all those sorts of things. But yeah, we do write songs. We're not we're not just writing soundscapes. We're um, we've always been and that's written written songs that purpose. They're not just you know tracks of the record that's I don't know bleak blaring um, of like keys and stuff like that. We we put a lot of thought into that track. Yeah, and I think over the sort of the past what is it we've been a band 17 years now i think over those 17 years and the records that we've put out because we've not only put out this like fourth full length but there's been two eps as well and i think over the years of writing i think when you first start out you write a record that is quite you kind of stick to one thing because you're kind of finding a sound you're really kind of honing in on what it is that your band kind of is and then after that you kind of start 
writing loads of different stuff and across the sort of the journey we've done a whole quite a lot of a broad church of stuff and on this record i think we really specifically tap into a lot of the stuff that we've kind of the, the, the sort of corners that we've gone to but we've done, done it all in one record and i think it is pretty diverse in terms of of a metal record i think um and in terms of a one band doing it i think but at the same time i think it we do sound like the same band across the record i don't think it sounds like um like it could be 10 different bands across it but i think i think it really depends on how you look at it some people will like will think it's i wouldn't say worse but they they might want more of a homogenous record but we really feel like with a record you want to take someone on a journey and it's really about kind of really make bringing in the ebb and flow of how to put a record together not only in terms of writing the, the songs but sequencing it as a record and i think you really need to be careful about how you put songs to, like what songs you put stuff next to and it was yeah it, it's really a case of, of of making it an interesting listen i think and not not treading the same ground too much yeah, 100%. Well, you've definitely hit the nail on the head with that because I have been lucky enough to get a bit of a sneak preview. What was the sort of recording process of this one, fellas? Was this done mainly during COVID sort of lockdown or how long have you been sitting uh, on this material? It's been a, been a mixture, really. So in terms of um, music was done in 2019. Um, all well, of I think the first two songs were, like, were broadly recorded at the end of 2018. Wow. Really? Jeez. Yeah. It's mental, isn't it? Yeah, most most of his like music was finished in 2019, and then we wrote we wrote over to like summer, end of autumn, and then I was away in December was in New Zealand, and um, got back and sort of went to hit the studio in I guess January February time, and then I did a couple of days in the in 2020 this and then Ed got COVID, so he didn't manage to get into the studio. Uh, yeah, that's right. Through. So I went out on holiday, um, on a snowboarding holiday in March, and you went into the studio the same week to record some vocals. Yeah. And the plan was to come back and we would continue practicing, just me and Paul in a in a practice room just with the record really loud and just to get ourselves up to scratch and also to just continue honing it in a little bit more, just tighten up, just, just you know, the taking it from 99% to 100 kind of thing. Mm. But I, while I was away, the, the the town I was in got quarantined for COVID and that's just where shit kicked off. And I was with a group of maybe 10 to 15 people and at least half of us came back with COVID. Wow. We, just, we got ill straight away and that kind of delayed shit and then everything locked down. We weren't allowed to, weren't supposed to be leaving our houses and... Yeah, yeah, really. It's like it put a bit of a spanner in the works, I suppose. But so we finished in May, June, didn't we? Both me and then. Um, just yeah, we yeah, June. That's it, really. It's been like first two weeks of June, we slammed it out, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. That, that's a crazy story right there. And Ed, you didn't get COVID, did you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was really lucky. I had it quite. Um, in the grand scheme of things it was really uh quite mild i wasn't hospitalized or anything i was just at home feeling sorry for myself for two weeks <laughs> right please so but hey let's switch things up before we run out of time here guys i want to know sure, and i'm lucky enough to have both of you on here what's what's some sort of out there facts about you i now know ed that you snowboard and paul you're a bit of a pace bowler but is there anything else that fans <laughs> might want to know 
what would they want to know about us? Um, geez, we love beer. Well, I love beer. I know yeah, you love beer, beer as well. Yeah, they're drinking the beers now, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like any, every Englishman, pretty much, we love our beers. Um, I don't know. I kind of like, I'm a, probably not the most typical rock star. Or, I'm not a rock star, sorry. I'm, like, I'm not a mystical person in the band. And in terms of, I don't really like do anything crazy or whatever. I'm, I find music's my outfit, and I think I find a lot of stuff to chill me out is probably the best for me to do outside of it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a bit of cricket, a bit of gardening, you know, pretty boring stuff, really, but like uh, yeah, surfing is so well. Oh, that lawn. <laughs> I love gardening. <laughs> I like um, surfing as well when I can get down to like, the coastline. Um, but it's is what it is. Don't get that much chance anymore. Yeah, I think a lot of people, like our fans, don't know that I'm. I'm also like my day job is I'm a TV video editor, so I've cut a lot of television programs, which is oh, that something. is crazy right there. Any TV programs we might know it. No, I think it's most, it's all kind of British telly. Oh, okay. No, that, that's very cool there. Well, thank you so much, guys. I appreciate you taking time out. And I've got to congratulate you. The album, Lost. Thank you, man. Damn good one. Uh, it comes out on so the 9th, then it's available for pre-order through Nuclear Blast Records. Thank you so much, fellas. Really Thanks, Ned. Thanks, Thanks, for time, time, Thanks for everything. Thanks for everything, man. Uh, no worries at all. Be sure to hit these boys up. Facebook.com slash Devil Sold His Soul. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network, greywolfentertainment.net.